Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 40 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S because, well, you didn't ask. I'm Mickey Collins and my co-host Bobby Eversman is unclassifying some documents. What have you discovered, Bobby? I've discovered that, man, it takes a long time to ship documents from one country to another. Good God. I've discovered nothing because I'm still waiting. (laughs) Well... On every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to write along with us. That's right. Each week, we... Actually, here's a story. Okay. You know when you get... Speaking of being too sweaty, and then you have to use powder, like baby powder, to make sure you're not all sweaty. So I was... I You know, I had to put some baby powder in the underwear, and then for the rest of the day, whenever I'd walk, powder would just shoot out because I put way too much in. (laughs) just spilled way too much powder. Oh, God, went to a lot of public places and just had, do you remember uh, the kid from uh, <laughs> Peanuts where he's got a cloud? Big, big, oh, pen. big pen, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Every episode, we have a new theme and three games derived from that theme. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Uh, my favorite thing is that you, Bobby, you tell these, like, really crazy stories and then you don't leave any follow-up. <laughs> just oh, I left we follow-up like... all over the city. <laughs> we can't, like... Lots of ask about it <laughs> just moving on well, i don't think anyone should <laughs> <laughs> well i have no good answers uh tonight's theme is uh, oh sorry everybody someone's uh someone's calling me it's a blocked number though so i'm not gonna answer it anyway as i was saying uh, i'm calling again i'm a millennial just leave a voicemail oh i guess my phone just answered on its own hello is this late night poems? This is the FBI, Mickey. <laughs> Whatever you saw, it wasn't me. Oh no, we're not concerned about that. We're not the FBI. We're the FPI, Federal Poem Investigators. We are at episode 21, Unsolved Mysteries, and I helped us solve quite a few cold cases. One of the poems about D.B. Cooper was right on the money, but if I told you which one it was, I'd have to have you killed. Anyway. I'd like to recruit you to work with us in our new paranormal division with the Y files. Why? See, you're perfect for the job, Nikki. <laughs> All right, everyone. I guess tonight's theme is return to an old favorite, unsolved mysteries, as we join the ranks of the FPI's Y files. But we can't get started without our fellow investigators. Who do we have joining us tonight? This week, we have three other poemists joining us. The same thing just happened to my mom a couple days ago. Someone from the FBI called her. Anyway, this week, we have three other poemists joining us. The first... Every time. <laughs> believes in yetis, but doesn't trust people with big feet. It's the true believer, Ryan Sprinkle. What are you drinking tonight, Ryan? Tonight, I am drinking Schofferhofer. It's oh. a <laughs> Hefeweizen. Schofferhofer. Schofferhofer. <laughs> That's what they, they trust, call a <laughs> I trust the Yetis because they 
have a why. I only trust people with whys because I have a why. Mm. You have a why. Mickey yeah. has a why. Oh, yeah. I don't know about these other two. Oh, oh. But the Yetis. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, Zach, you're, I can't hear you. Oh, I'm just trying not oh, to interrupt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man flow. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I saw some. Anyway, sorry. Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting for Ryan's. I guess he already did it. <laughs> the the can opening. <laughs> oh, uh, did we miss the can opening? I opened it. You opened it. I, yeah. Uh, our other opponents tonight. Doubts. Not uh, one other of our opponents. Uh, doubts. There's intelligent life out in space, let alone on this podcast. It's the skeptic Hannah Collins. Thanks. What man. are you drinking, Hannah? Um, I'm drinking. The rest of my warm Ace pineapple cider that I had with dinner and I didn't finish. Sounds delicious. Uh, it's Except definitely one of the best. Part. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's let's taste it. Oh, the taste test. The warm pineapple. Mm. It's 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 still a little cold. It'll do. Let it sit out a little bit longer. It'll get warmer. Yeah, yeah, leave yeah. it for a long time. We're going to keep up, keep getting updates <laughs> right. from you every, every round. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Yes. So anyway, my mom got this call while we were getting on the elevator, and the guy left a message, and then she called back going, yes, hello, uh, is this Agent Sam? Uh, here's my number, please call me back. And then he called back. The next poemist has to use mind reading techniques on library patrons. It's ZB Wagman. What are you drinking tonight, Zach? I am drinking one of Terminal Gravity's uh, Hot Vault series. This is beer number two, the West Coast IPA. Oh, cool. Uh, And I want to go on record saying your mom is being scammed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so she called back and the guy was like... I'm sorry, Miss. Oh, I, and apparently his voice is much higher and really friendly now. And he's like, I'm very sorry, Mrs. Eversman. It's just that your phone number is one digit off of the other officer. <laughs> the other agent. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's a scam. I don't know how. It's a scam. I do not if the FBI nice. calls you, it's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> Hello, this is Agent Mulder. I would trust that. I would trust that. I was just thinking about how I never, ever, ever check my voicemail. And I was just like, how many calls from the FBI have I missed? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of like checking voicemail, I, I have, you know, when you, you, okay, you might not know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really tired. Um, I've got a bunch of numbers blocked. And so I looked at my voicemail the other day and I realized it says blocked messages. And so I clicked on that and there were a shit ton of, this is like some random, probably like junk callers, but then like one person I think thinks I'm someone else or like she has the wrong number and she Love sounds it. like a little old, like <laughs> British lady. Uh-huh. And she's, I don't know what name. It's so hard to like really understand what she's saying, but she's like, call me back, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm you're dying. blocked. <laughs> like, you called me once and and I think I probably thought it was a spam number. 
because it's like the same area code and when it's the same area code and you're like <laughs> i don't know if i can trust this or not <laughs> poor lady she's just looking for a companion hannah i've definitely run into spam calls where like they call they leave a message and if you call them back it'll be a different like it'll be a different person right so like sometimes they'll like fake no they'll fake your area or they'll fake the phone number or something um so if you call them back you can be like hey uh your phone number is being used for a scam um oh really yeah yeah. It'll be like an actual person. It'll like, be an oh. actual person who picks up and is like, why are you calling me? Like, I just <laughs> called you. Or you just called me. Why'd you, you call just me? Called me. Like, no, I didn't. That's Public so service weird. announcement. Yeah. Never answer yeah. your phone or check your messages. All right. Pretty everyone, much. let's get back to the poems for our warm-up game. There is no need for any pens or paper. Tonight's warm-up game is an unsolved unwanted call just kidding an unsolved backstory we'll see how this goes uh so i'm gonna send you a link to the episodes of the hit tv show unsolved mysteries which has been running since 1987 and so what you'll do is find the episode that's closest to your date of birth and pick one of the segment titles from that episode that was great mickey um so after you've got yours uh whatever you pick this will inform your poems tonight as your paranormal investigator self was part of this case in their past, and that's why they ended up joining the uh, FPI. So try and sum up how this experience has affected your investigator self for us in your unsolved backstory. That'll be how we warm up. I, I need to pick a new one. This is like terrifying. <laughs> Fair. I just had chosen. Uh, the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run, who is also Whoa. known as the Cleveland Torso Murderer. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I want that one. <laughs> it was scary. Just like, oh. just skimming it made me, yeah. FYI, there's an Unsolved Mysteries wiki, just so you know. <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't dig that deep into this. Ooh. Oh, okay. okay. That just sound like a murder case. <laughs> nice. Um, I'll, I'll start with mine. The one I picked was Lost Loves, Melvin and Daniel Nellis. And so the case that was working on, Melvin and Daniel uh, were deeply in love and they decided to go to a corn maze and they got lost, became one with the corn. Hmm. Whoa, became one with the corn. <laughs> That's Whoa. the mystery that I that dragged me into the FBI. Whoa. So how were you a part of it? Uh, I was a, the local cop at the time. The Oklahoma City police. <laughs> Just, you know, Melvin and Daniel being... Uh, a gay couple, you know, that's that's all they could do is meet in the corn maze. Oh. That's why they had to corn maze away. days. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. That might change as the poems go on. One with the corn. It reminds me of our Scooby-Doo one. Okay. Oh. oh yeah. That's a good point. One with the corn. I don't okay. have to change it then. 
I became an FBI agent after the assassination of Robert Kennedy in 1968. He was shot June 5th, 1968 by Sirhan Sirhan shortly after midnight at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. And he was shaking the hand of a busboy right as he was shot. So the busboy tried to save him, but obviously he was, he was mortally wounded. So as a busboy myself, uh, I became very interested in this case. What happens to one when you meet your idol and they're taken away as soon as you've shaken their hand? I became an FBI agent. How much of that incident is true? <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. Wow. It's all true, yeah. And I was a busboy. And you were a busboy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so... I guess I joined the FPI because of the disappearance of Don Kemp. He was an American advertising exec from New York who disappeared under mysterious circumstances in Wyoming in November 1982 until his remains were discovered in 1986, a short distance from where his car was found abandoned four years previously. Sounds pretty straightforward to me <laughs> Wait, i had to make up my story you guys are getting actual real stories yeah what is... it's not fair <laughs> why'd you make up yours because mine doesn't have a story it just says update lost loves melvin and daniel nellis oh like the sound of that i don't have like a little do you not wiki it no yeah <laughs> i will or make you getting... <laughs> I thought that was right. the whole point. I'll, we I'll get like... an actual. <laughs> I was just picking one. And I was just making. I thought it was good. Oh, was my good. episode just had the names of people. Yeah, it was. That's what I'm saying. Just, yeah. Mine said just mine. no category. Donald Kemp, no category. Roger oh. Wheeler, Brian Holleran, John <laughs> Callahan, no category. The family of Pat Melabach. Like I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I misunderstood the rules. I mean, my idea was just no, you pick good. one and then you just. Make I mean, up. if it's a real story, sure, but I didn't. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, they, they were real people. I thought, okay, <laughs> these are all real people. Okay, I found out the real story of my people. Forty-two-year-old uh, John Nellis is searching for his father, Melvin, and son, Daniel. So I guess it was a grandfather and grandson. Whoa! Is it Melvin uh, generation? <laughs> Otherwise, it's lost love. It lost. I like this your, I like your version best. Uh, this is too complicated. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like your version better, yeah. Okay. <laughs> love in the corn. Oh, he's living in the Philippines. Mm. So some, some of these Melbourne are solved mysteries, right? Because the show's been on for so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Well, I picked mine because there wasn't there wasn't a uh, an episode in 1986, but that guy his remains were found in 1986. So I was oh, like close close enough for me. My spirit uh, in 1986 or whatever <laughs> found this guy. <laughs> mine was away from to... his car. <laughs> Damn! All right, Hannah, you got yours. All right, Zach, did you do yours? I have mine. I haven't done it. Um, so I came into the FPI shortly after the Kecksburg UFO incident. 
1965 in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, when a fireball exploded over the sky of over six states and Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a crash landing of a UFO uh, near Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, also known as Pennsylvania's Roswell. Whoa. Oh, but the recordings of all findings associated with this site were lost in 1987. Whoa. Kecksburg. Pennsylvania's Roswell. Um, I just looked up Kecksburg and there's just a big penis-looking rock. (laughs) (laughs) This this means something. (laughs) It's a model of the crashed object. Oh. Shaved out of potato, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Kecksburg. Damn, jealous. That's a good one. All right, Hannah. Okay. Um, I was back in the seventies. I was a private investigator, um, and I. Uh, guess I was searching for this man named Gary Simmons. He went missing. Uh, some bus driver actually discovered him uh, in 1991, actually. <laughs> so maybe I, okay, maybe I'll take, I take that back. Maybe I, I uh, wasn't hired in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, it was, it, was, it was kind of hard to read when everybody was talking. <laughs> no, you're right. I like the 70s. Roll with it. You're just an old detective. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I guess this bus driver found his remains um, in a cave near the, where he worked. Um, but, yeah, I guess he was uh, shot in the head. They have one suspect, but they uh, never charged him for it so if it was this dude who knows he's just living with that now well he's probably dead now but (laughs) it serves him right dang that was 1991 uh that his body was found but i think he was shot in the 70s yeah you've been on this case a long time Agent. Yeah, money was involved. Isn't it always? <gasps> yeah, it's a better case. <laughs> no, my case, my case is actually a little bit more interesting than I thought. I skipped. Okay. I, I only read the beginning and the end. I didn't See, read the middle part. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's so much. Like I didn't know where to start. A private, a private investigator, aka me. I was hired by his family. Um, uh, let's see. So that he disappeared just before he was to testify. Wait, was I, did I disappear? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he, I get. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So the um, prime suspect disappeared just before he was to testify in a federal investigation about black market gasoline sales. Oh, topical. I also suggested that Tom or the suspect was used to lure and kill him. 
Whoa. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Another unsolved mystery. I don't know. Sounds like, like just probably a couple of white guys uh, arguing over money. Could be. Whoa. I like this 70s version of Hannah Detective, yeah. though. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the case. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, people think that he was killed over black market gasoline mm. because his gas station business had been failing. Okay. Could be coming to a gas station near you with gas station price. Anyway, Mickey, act one. Yeah, I just want to update my story oh, because okay. I don't like the one I had. It's I like just, the corn. I don't know. It's like too much like Scooby Doo, and I just made it up. Like so I found corn, uh, corn, this con man who came from Denmark, and he made friends with this old lady whose son had killed his grandmother and like was put away in an institution and her husband had died. So she was all alone. So he made friends with her and then they went on vacation and he had hired a chauffeur secretly. And then he had a suicide note and a man's body was found and no one's were sure if it was him or not, but they identified it as him. And then he was cremated, yada, yada. But people think that he uh, took all of her money and ran off to Denmark or France or something. A jet setter. Mm-hmm. All right, Mickey, uh, you're either in Denmark or you're in the corn. All right. Uh, maybe we'll go back to the We'll see. All right. Now that we're feeling investigative, everyone grab a pen and paper, pour yourself a tall glass, something strong. It's time for our first round. For our first foray into the field, we've been tasked with finding a monster of the week. Today's Monday, but monsters, it is Monday, can show up any day. <laughs> Pass one day of the week to the palmist above you alphabetically. Do Surprise, it. I like knew what day we're going to record on. It'll be your job to describe what sort of monster appears on this adjective day combo to the FPI headquarters. In order to do so, we'll write trail chairs. Yeah, so trail chair is an Irish form written in any number of three-line stanzas. The lines can have syllables three, seven, seven, or they have syllables, excuse me, three, seven, seven, and use an ABA rhyme scheme. And you want to use as much alliteration as you can. And then don't forget to include your unsolved backstory. Let's see if I can figure out how to actually pronounce that. <laughs> One second. Yeah, maybe it's not true. That sounds I'm sure Irish, though. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> Irish stuff is... The spelling is always crazy. Okay, I can't find it. Huh. Okay, well, oh well. We'll call it Trey a chair for now. Uh, let's see. Listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. So pause now and give yourself five minutes at home or more if you need it. We don't know. If you're writing along tonight, you can email us your poems to poems, P O M E S, at deepoverstock.com or send them to any of our social media at late night poems. And we will read them on a future episode. That said, we'll be right back after this. Okay, Palmist, ready, drink, poem. Uh, all right. We're going to read in alphabetical order, starting with Bobby. Damn it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Here we go. 
I tried to go a little bit in. I'm still on this Robert Kennedy thing. So I tried to go a little too, too far into the Robert Kennedy unsolved mystery. Okay. Here we go. And I accidentally rhymed the same thing the whole time. Kennedy, rowdy Robert Kennedy, had an unknown enemy. Enemy hated Robert Kennedy. Monster is so shadowy, cowardly in the crowd, so suddenly killed him irredeemably. That's all I have. Nice. Very nice. Lots of ease. (laughs) All right, Hannah. Uh, Just skip me. I'm still working on it. You said you were ready. She's working on the railroad. Well, obviously, (laughs) it was lying. All right, well, I'll read mine. Then you'll see how bad it is, and then you won't feel so bad. This is Thoughtful Thursday. Thinking hard, creating a friend for me, without even craving cards. Looks like lard. Smells like bad, bad, bad B.O. Fake my death to flee so far. That's good. Fake my death to flee so far. You did really well at the um, alliteration there, Mickey. I mean, bad, bad, bad deal. <laughs> well, fake my death to flee so far is really uh, good. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, all right, Ryan. I tried to do alliteration at the beginning, and then I gave up on it pretty quickly. It was Tuesday, and I wanted to see the new ballerina ballet. On the stage, she twirled and she pirouette, but she did not see the cage. Down it crashed. The crowd gasped with the horror, and from the venue they dashed. Only I saw the fur beneath her tutu, the werewolf ballerina. Whoa. Oh, cool. it, it was two, 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 yeah. Tuesday. Two, two, I forgot Tuesday. to say what day it was. It was two, two, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Sounds like Ralph Wiggum. I choose you. Hi, Zach. Okay, I didn't go for the alliteration. I was too focused on trying to get my rhyming scheme working. So I got Thufferin' Thursday (laughs) in the voice of Sylvester the Cat. (laughs) UFO in the skies of the Polka State, where the swale leaves no one knows. It's all hell on this Thufferin Thursday in the Commonwealth Roswell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, that was good. <laughs> what, was the, what was the second line? I couldn't understand with all the... <laughs> in the skies of the Polka State. In the, in the, in the skies state. of the Polka State. <laughs> nice. Damn. The Dang. Pennsylvania polka. All right, Hannah. We have to follow that now. That's, that's two Groundhog Day references. Well, <laughs> you can uh, you can edit me in uh, alphabetically. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, mine was Whoop Ass Wednesday. Whoop Ass Wednesday. Uh, a mon- a monster was running through the city, kicking ass, sad he can't foster. 
He just wanted to adopt a kitten. Oh, mm. that's adorable. <laughs> Excuse me. Dang. And I guess I just was watching it all happen, not doing anything about it. <laughs> Classic 70s guy. Mm-hmm. You're just hoarding all the kittens. Yeah. For your shag carpet and your discos. That's all I know about your shag carpet and your discos. You crazy. Back in my day. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, great work, everybody. Now that we've hit everyone's bones, we'll have more points. In our last Unsolved Mysteries episode, we gave updates to our mysteries. However, tonight's points will be in declassifications. You're going to tell us what sort of results happen when the POMUS Unsolved Mystery gets declassified. What was the public's reaction? Maybe other countries, other planets? assume these are mysteries that were classified <laughs> i guess i need a minute to think about this yeah okay this is tough i also really liked mickey and hannah's poems but my two favorite were Zach and Ryan's, but Mickey and Hannah also did a really good job. And thematically, I can work with Zach and Ryan's poems for this, this declassification. So Sylvester the Cat and Tutu, uh, Tutu Tuesday, uh, Werewolf. Everyone, after this is declassified, uh, razor sales for everyone go way down. Everyone gets more hairier and hairier and hairier until... No one can tell who's a werewolf and who's not a werewolf. So we become werewolves everywhere. Everyone's got a beard. <laughs> it's like an I am Sp- I'm Spartacus. <laughs> I am Spartacus. I am a werewolf. I, I am a werewolf. They're a werewolf. They're a werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, Hannah, you have points. Well, I'm going to give points to. Ryan, because I liked the reveal, the little twist at the end there. Um, so I think once people found that out, um, nobody, everybody was like, started, started boycotting the ballet. And so they never <laughs> went to the ballet again. It's all werewolves. So, <laughs> <laughs> Don't <so> support it. <laughs> t- the the t- tickets to the ballet just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay i've got points i think probably um i'm going to give points to bobby i like your oh. kennedy enemy oh. well thank you rhymes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it had a good rhythm to it i think i did rhyme um, kennedy with kennedy so. <laughs> an enemy with enemy i mean still um so when this gets out into the world um man it's gonna happen uh support for bus boys and bus boy like um support groups that goes up a lot um <laughs> people just tip their bus boys better that's right so tip your bus shot. boys yeah. <laughs> 
Probably anonymous. Unfortunately, the busboy didn't get shot. <laughs> right, right. They don't want to get shot. So they oh, okay. The busboy's okay. better. Well, thank you. Yeah. Busboys unite. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give points to Mickey, I think, because I think you did the best with the alliteration. I don't think anybody else even tried on that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you get I, simple. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you rules points tonight. You get points for following the rules, baby. So complicated, no one else can do it. but what gets declassified is um turns out turns out birds are real, guys. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know, I don't think that's true, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comedy podcast, so we're saying absurdities, so it's right? All satire. So <laughs> if, I, if I wanted to oh, just it. do real life stuff, I would say that they weren't real because everybody knows that to be true. But you know, in the in the comedy shenanigans world of late night poems, it's like, ha ha! Wouldn't it be funny if birds were real? Thank you. Thank you for those points. Next, you'll say the Earth is round. <laughs> Everybody knows it's carried through space on the back of four elephants on the back of a turtle. Oh. That's I spent my day reading Terry Pratchett today. <laughs> oh, cool. Good way to spend a hot day. Yeah. Which one? Uh, I'm reading the We Free Men series. I just well, started I the first one because... I bought the last book when it came out, but it's the last book he ever wrote. And I haven't right. read it. It's hard to get to those ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, Very cool. Oh, was that when you got points? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm also going to give points to Ryan uh, in this moment of declassification of where that werewolves exist. Um, this werewolf ballerina became an icon and pretty soon tutus became like the thing to wear. So like Comic-Con everywhere, like people were just in tutus because it was a sign of power and hairiness. Uh, (laughs) I I would love to see Teen Wolf 3 Tutu Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) People would be like, why wasn't this Teen Wolf 2? It's right, right there in the title. <laughs> it was too easy. Too low hanging. <laughs> too, too, too easy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to round two with a game called The Poem is Under There. Under where? <laughs> Got him. Oh, I think the game is called The Poem is Out There. Out where? Out in the Nevada desert. Do you remember last episode where we were all abducted by aliens, Mickey? Oh, Bobby, I think we all tried to forget that and that weird hypnotist we went to go see. Oh, I didn't try to forget. Well, those aliens left us a little gift, which is just about done gestating. That's right. We're about to be proud parents. Everyone pass one extraterrestrial feature to the poemist two below you alphabetically. This will be one of the defining features of your E.T. newborn. Then we're going to write a Quang Saba 
which is a form invented by Eugene B. Redman in 1995. It's inspired by the seven-day holiday, Kwanzaa. It's a poem form of praise and celebration of family in seven lines, with seven words per line, and no word can exceed seven letters. Oh, that's cool. These little hybrids grow faster than human babies. So each line will represent one year of life for these little terrors. And remember your unsolved backstories. If you're riding along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio and stay tuned for a halftime show. All right, ready? Drink home. This halftime show is brought to you by TNT. Not the explosive, but the new dynamite RPG you can play in a bar. Check out tipplesintaverns.com. For this halftime show, we'll check out some of the other files in this filing cabinet. A file. It's just a file. B file. Oh, God, it's full of bees. C file. All about Atlantis. D file. Uh, no. Let's not mess with that one. Now, let's get back to round two. And we're back. All right, this time we'll read in reverse alphabetical order, starting with Zach. A little meteor dropped on our door. At one, they were a bundle of fun. To turn two, they grew another toe. At three, they flew free from me. At four, they arrived thick as Thor. At five, they, they, at five, they brought their giant hive at six, they crushed all our dicks. And that's where it ends. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> not the dicks. Sam. Not the dicks. <laughs> that was great, Zach. At five, they brought their hive. It's like the mist. That was great. Uh, what was your first line? Can you... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. First line was a little meteor dropped on our door. That's what it was. It's so cute. It's great. Before I figured out what I was doing in this poem. <laughs> a great poem. I love the numbers. Right. Oh, is it my turn? All right. <clears throat> my baby was born with antennas. Oh. Yeah. So here it goes. This baby was born with no eyes. Gross little stalks grow from its head. The child needs no eyes, it feels. It can see me through the wall. A bird flew into the house, died. It knew that I told a lie. Is my nose blood? My brain hurt. <laughs> oh, nice. That was really good too. I think the light turned off too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's my creepy. gross little baby. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's so chubby. It's cute. It's a Tristan. Like, it's just like Tristan. <laughs> With the antenna. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I can read mine here. Uh, probably pretty obvious what my thing is, but uh, slimy tentacles is what they 
Slimy, slimy tentacles. Slimy, slimy, excuse me. I was thinking. I only have seven words per line. I couldn't fit. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Earth. It's got one nose, two feet. Forget the two toes. Swapped two noodles. I don't like two toes. Two feet, sorry. Forget the two <laughs> feet. Swapped two noodles. Hire three nannies to look who look like me. Four isn't enough to stop the slime. Five years of this alien squid boy. Plan for a six-day vacay away. Fake my death in just seven minutes. Such good unsolved mystery vibes. That's good. <laughs> Faking my death at the end of all. Roll <laughs> <laughs> DB Cooper of you, Mickey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, okay, Hannah. Hannah? Yeah, can you, can you hear okay. me? Yeah, I can now. <laughs> okay. How'd this thing come out of me? Legs growing fast. Two, four, six, eight. So quick, I just can't keep up. It drains all of my energy. Why? I guess it's kind of cute, though. My little sidekick, you're getting so big. Time to move on, little space baby. The end. He needed to move on. He's like... Oldest now, right? Because they grow so fast. Oh, okay. He's got spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe him and Squid Boy can be friends. Squid Boy. <laughs> Two-headed Squid Boy. <laughs> okay. I was gifted uh, strange energies that turn your eyes glassy disco shiny and allow you to see all time forwards and backwards at once from ryan which i very much enjoyed and then i forgot that it had to be birthed and then i also started thinking since we're on this groundhog's day kick of a record just getting stuck so here's mine too shy hush hush eye to eye two eyes which see all the time 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 i know how you'll die Die, die, I have to disco eyes. Shy, shy, the past is always nigh. My eyes make you fly through time. Shy, shy, hush, hush, now you die. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. Well, Kajagugu for everyone. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll get to the point. <laughs> uh, Zach, whose mystery are you going to declassify and what will be the world's reaction? I am going to declassify Hannah's mystery. Uh, I felt like the like true parenthood came out in that very well. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. it's almost as if you have like recent experience with this because I very much felt it a little bit there's a little <laughs> yes. bit of, re of, of reference here <laughs> yeah very very much felt it uh and I think the like <laughs> world's response to this is just like 
love. You can love spiders, babies, maybe, you know, more accepting. (laughs) If spiders, babies can be loved, so can everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dang. That'd be tough being a spider. I'm just saying, my goodness. You're so cute. All eight legs. (laughs) Squid babies. Spider babies. Horrifying. Anyway, good point. Oh, is it my turn for points, I think? Yeah. All right. Um, Oh, man. I got to give points to Bobby because I just... (laughs) I I know when you die. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, When when your mystery is declassified and the world learns that it's possible to know the exact time of their death, everybody immediately buys into it right away. Um, they, they shops open up where you can go and, and, and speak with the, with the glassy eyed disco baby. And it will sing you a song about the moment you die. And then you can live the rest of your life as if you're invincible because you know the exact time and moment of your death. So nothing can kill you. And the whole world just becomes like a crazy hedonistic, death cult i don't know <laughs> but does people acting that way then cause their deaths right like yeah you can't escape ba- your death right the ba- like, well like the baby's like a red truck will kill you or something right uh-huh uh and then people are like i'm invincible so i'll never as long as i never drive and then like because they're acting all invincible two days later they catch their house on fire and then a fire truck comes up and like kills them uh, <laughs> oh there you go it's like oh, a twilight like zone episode yeah it's like a monkey's paw that thing. would be a, oh that'd be a great yeah <laughs> yeah people take it way too far really dive into the hedonism like i know i'm gonna die by a red truck mm-hmm. but most people who visit because they act so hedonistic they die like almost instantly because they think they're invincible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dang, that's that's, that's great. great. Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also gonna give points to Bobby, baby, death baby. It's the Kajikugu. Uh, you can't beat it. Kajikugu. Uh, and I, I agree with Ryan that this baby sings people their songs of how they're gonna die. Uh, but the unintended effect of that is that all the baby's songs hit like number one on the charts. People always listening to them to like listening in for their death. Yeah, exactly. So this baby just becomes a multi. Jenny M's death, dude. That that song fucking slaps, dude. Jenny M's death is a fucking banger. Yeah, Yeah, the baby's gonna go multi platinum and fall the the death dirges. That's what the butthole surfers deserved and never got. Maybe that's how people actually died. I listen to that song. Hannah. <laughs> um, Zach, can you remind me what your uh, um, I, yeah, mine feature was, was, I guess? My Oh, my feature was an extra toe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you points. Because um, it was so exciting. Uh, <laughs> um, I think once people found out about this 
extra toad alien thing. <laughs> does it look like a human? Does they just have an extra toe? Or does it actually look like more alien? I mean, the way I described it was at two years old, they grew another toe. But then at four, they arrived thick as Thor. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> so they're like, got got a big, got, they're big. <laughs> they're, they're big. They're big and muscular. It's like okay, the okay. pinky in everything everywhere, where it's like she's the pinky kung fu master. She's got that thick pinky. Oh. Was that you don't know anything movie? about that? Oh man, you guys gotta see, see this movie. It's so good. There's a thick came out last year. No, Ryan, um, assuming that year. we can go see movies. I, <laughs> I really want to see that movie. Yeah. It looks really good. I think it's literally on, I have think seen it's, like it's streaming now? It's streaming somewhere. I don't know where, but it's I think okay. I, I saw on it. I saw on one of those websites where it's like, you know, here's all the crap that's coming to streaming this month, and it was in the <laughs> it was in the icon for the article. Probably Amazon Prime where you have to like rent it for eight dollars. Right. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it's it. Probably on HBO. It might be on Based. HBO. That seems Based like a good thing. Yeah. You can rent it on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah. But yeah, so people find out about this Thor-sized extra toe have in person alien, and they're like, wow. Uh, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, how about wow. that? They should uh, cast him in a movie. It was more than extra time. You know, he's that. from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> they just like fall in love with them and like they become like a celebrity. Makes That's sense. your That's... point. Your 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 alien baby becomes a celebrity. <laughs> At five years old, they look like a Hemsworth, totally. Exactly. Does he not then at six years old crush the dicks of everyone on earth? Like there's no, I mean, all yeah. The dicks, all the dicks get smashed. I mean <laughs> This is okay, before that all, though. Okay, fine. All the women <laughs> of the planet You're fine. and all the I guess all, all the all the people who don't have dicks. I guess he would become a celebrity really like among it. those people. Yeah, exactly. Yay, thank you for our hero. He crushed all the dicks. Exactly. <laughs> 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 okay zach in year zero before year four and before he crushes all the dicks everyone uh after this was declassified and a meteor landed on someone's doorstep and then all of this happened you get a hemsworth on your doorstep uh, geodes get really popular and people are buying up all sorts of rocks and just seeing what happens with the geodes so prospecting becomes the highest profession uh oh. Yeah, so there's lots of prospectors out there. Um, I'm mining for babies. <laughs> I'm going to crack open this rock egg, and I hope there's a little cabbage patch inside. <laughs> Pennsylvania baby rush. <laughs> Pennsylvania baby there's rush. There's babies in them bar hills. <laughs> tax credits in that. <laughs> tax credits up in those hills. <laughs> That's a geodes. They're going to be big. <laughs> and long white beards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, round three, here we are. For round three, it's our most difficult case yet. E.T. Cooper's ghost, who, as legend goes, was an alien who hijacked a UFO and crash-landed on Earth, and now is a ghost. 
but the FBI thinks the FPI is a waste of taxpayer dollars. So they sent a skeptic to keep an eye on us and try to shut down the Y files. So while we say why, they say because. And to their why, I show them the video of the FBI agent doing a backflip and then shooting someone in the leg. In our last investigative report back to HQ, we'll, we'll write a triolet, which is a French form similar to the rondo. So there are eight lines in the triolet, but there are some repeated lines, so we're really only writing a handful. Your first line should start with the word why, and the second line should start with because, as your so-called partner tries to explain what you're seeing in rational terms. And then we're also going to throw in a rhyming rhyming couplet at the end that rhymes with either your A rhyme or B rhyme so we can have the last word over our skeptic partner. And don't forget your backstory. Okay, poemists, ready? Drink poem. So go ahead and start reading. Uh, currently, last place tied with me, it's Anna. No surprise, because my poems suck. <laughs> What's that say about me? <laughs> All right. Um, so I kind of wrote it like I'm like every other line. Honestly, I feel like I kind of am like. Mm. Never mind, scrap that. Okay. Why would this happen here? Because this town is cursed. This is the strangest case of my career. Why would this happen here? Have any water? I need to quench my thirst. Why would this happen here? Because this town is cursed. Oh, good. Like that. Because the town's cursed. I, mean, I didn't really like do too much of like how the specific thing, but like the I kind of wanted it. Your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I can only fit so much in. <laughs> you got lots. You can do as many words as you want each time. For example, I'll read mine. Why didn't the alien just fake his death like a normal person? Because his species is incapable of faking it. My mom always could fake that I was her son. Why didn't the alien just fake his death like a normal person? It's easy if you know how to make fur fun. You just bundle up like a piece of shit. Why didn't the alien just fake his death like a normal person? Because his species is incapable of faking it. Which means their relationships take a hit. So he tried to Grand Theft spacecraft for a bit. Mm. I like that he tried to fake his spacecraft for a bit. A Grand Theft spacecraft. Grand Theft spacecraft. Very good. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Next up, uh, tied for first place. The rest of you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with Bobby. Okay. Let's see, see if I can remember this. Why do we spend a million dollars on balloons? Because, by God, Mr. Kennedy would have loved them. And so why are we on this pontoon? 
Why did we spend a million dollars on balloons? Why couldn't we just, you know, stay home and watch cartoons? It was only six months after November. Why did we spend a million dollars on balloons? Because Mr. Kennedy would have loved them. And it's your birthday today, Ted. Happy birthday. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I tried. That was a good Kennedy. (laughs) It really was. Uh, All right. Well, next up in first place alphabetical order is Ryan. Why does the whole town experience lost time? Because Havana syndrome. But what about the crater at the five and dime? Why does the whole town experience lost time? And shortly thereafter, an uptick in crime. Get that idea out of your dome. But why does the whole town experience lost time? Because Havana syndrome. But possessions are at a high for all time. They ought to wrap you in foam. Plane hijackings are their favorite crime. I ought to bury you in loam. <laughs> oh. Nice. That was very good. I ought to bury you in I wish I got I wish I got Scully, but I got paired with this guy instead. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why was there fire in the sky? Because it was a Soviet satellite. What about those who saw it fly? Why was there fire in the sky? It was aliens, you can't deny. I'm beginning to think you are not bright. Why was there fire in the sky? Because it was a Soviet satellite. I know you're a skeptical guy. Believe the truth is out there. Just try. <laughs> that was great too. Dang. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, starting with Hannah to give out the classifications. Earth to Hannah. I forgot I was muted. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give points to Zach and Ryan. I'm trying to think what the... Classic con. This, I don't know. Hmm. So, like, I guess if people found out that, like, E.T. Cooper's ghost was haunting the town or whatever. Mm-hmm. What would happen? Hmm. I don't know. I guess everybody would then know that UFOs exist and ghosts exist, and they probably lose their little minds. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. That's your point. Just people losing their minds. <laughs> <Chaos>. <laughs> 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 
UFOs and ghosts, aliens and ghosts on the same day. That would be a yeah. lot aliens of news for one ghosts. day. Yeah. Ghosts. How did you find out that aliens exist? Well, we found this ghost. Wait a minute. How did you find out that ghosts exist? Well, this aliens. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, I'm also going to give points to Zach. I think you did a really good job with the like point counterpoint. Um, the why because argument your poem uh so i think if that was to get declassified that it was really just a russian satellite after all um it would erupt into a second cold war which maybe we're heading to now anyways um and yeah that'd just be another cold war again with russia knowing that they're Satellites are very UFO like. Well, no, this is a, this is a Soviet satellite, so this one's been oh, up there right. for a while now. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Pulled that from my backstory because that's the explanation for the uh, for the the Kekberg satellite. Oh, right, right. Or explosion or whatever. Oh, I still stand by my second Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> Because Russia would probably claim credit for it and then be like, wait, 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 no, it was just the Soviets. <laughs> yes, another Soviet missile. Mm-hmm. That looks like a fifth generation missile. Nope. Soviet <laughs> missile. <laughs> it's got the date stamped on it. 2020. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Made in China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, unfortunately true, yes. <laughs> What a time. Let's yeah, see. Bobby. Yeah. I'm, I'm embracing this classic combo, Zach and Ryan. I couldn't decide <laughs> whose is better. I love both of those poems. And so, uh, you know, for this, E.T. Cooper, Hannah's was already really good, uh, but everyone's also just going to start naming their kids uh, Edward Tom, uh, Elijah, Took, uh, Ellison, Tom. Lots of ETs out there. <laughs> That's the trend. ET panic. ET, ET panic. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so, Ryan? Yeah, um, I am going to give some... I'm going to declassify some mysteries for Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I loved his, like... No, Ted, we're putting out the balloons because he would have loved them. He just, he would have loved them. Um, so uh, the res- the public response to that is that they're, they're, the whole country falls in love with balloons again. Um, and unfortunately, there is a repeat of the 1986 Balloon Fest disaster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't heard about the the... The Cleveland uh, Balloon Fest of 1986. Look that up. Whoa! <laughs> Do incognito mode. That sounds yeah. Like <laughs> so unfortunately, we have a we have a Cleveland balloon. We have like a nationwide Cleveland Balloon Fest in in 2026. Oh, no. Whoa! This is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> balloon Fest. Uh, okay. uh, to Zach. I am also going to give Bobby the the points on this simply because the like rhymes that you chose 
were very interesting. Like, I'm not sure if you chose like difficult rhymes, right? Exactly. I feel like you could have like very easily found simpler words to rhyme together, but you chose very interesting words to rhyme together. I was very impressed. Pontoon, cartoon. Yeah. All of that. The cartoon and the pontoon were very fun. Also the like, was it September or was it November? Oh, November. November. I liked that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, clever. <laughs> and you had the dialogue interrupting each other. It mm-hmm. that was very smart. Well, thank you. Um, so I think really what happens out of this is that we have this nationwide balloon disaster. And as a spin, uh, the president tries to be like, let's celebrate my birthday. And it goes really poorly. And uh, the president like just bottoms out in in the polls and like is not elected for a second term. <laughs> they tie him up to the balloons and just flies away yeah. with all of them. <laughs> Instead of addressing oh, man, the terrifying. casualties, he's like, it's my birthday. <laughs> as he flies away, as he ascends into the heavens. <laughs> Trying to hold on to a stop sign. Somebody get me down from here. That's how we make first contact with aliens. (laughs) (laughs) They find his corpse floating in the ionosphere. It's Corvette. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Corvette. Uh, Tesla, right? It's a Tesla, probably. Oh, sorry. That's me. Okay, that's right. That's, okay, okay. That's three rounds over three rounds awarded. Mickey, who's taking home this wire machine? All right. Well, bringing up the rear tonight, lovely wife and myself. <laughs> uh, Hannah's declassification ended up in uh, people loving spiders and babies, spider babies, <laughs> um, and mine was just that birds are real. <laughs> Remember, it's that time. News. not a real podcast. <laughs> uh, next up, tied for second place. Uh, Bobby, let's see what your declassifications included um, busboys getting tips, mm-hmm. um, everybody knowing when they'll die, and also all those top hits from the <laughs> death die. scene baby. Um, people loving balloons and that whole 2026 balloon disaster which ended up with the president being hogtied to balloons and ascending into the sky. Uh, next up, Ryan, um, due to, well, really a combination of you and Zach's declassifications, uh, I think, I don't really know what this has to do with Zach's, but uh, razor sales fell, so everyone was werewolves. Um, and then also people boycott, boycotted the ballet um, and the ballerinas became icons, uh, which led to everybody wearing tutus. And then um, also people lost their minds because of the chaos <laughs> and start naming their kids uh, variations on ET initialisms. You know, the uh, ballet really got the short end of the stick on that one. Now that I like the werewolves, the werewolf trend really took off, and then people really took out their anger on the ballet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It was the ballet's fault. <laughs> Trevinsky or whatever, whoever it was. Uh, all right, well, Zach, um, you did share some things with Brian here, like the race for sales following, everyone being werewolves, 
uh, people saying wow to your 11th toe wow. baby being a celebrity. Wow. 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 Hey, wow. And wow. <laughs> people going out wow. to prospect for geodes. Uh, then also, yeah, people lost their minds, started naming their kids <laughs> E.T. Uh, and we ended up in a second Cold War with Russia. No big. Congratulations. No big. <laughs> wow. Congratulations, Zach. This wiring machine doesn't see through skin or bones, but it can see through lies. It's powered by someone continually asking, why, why, why? Yeah, it's powered by just Owen Wilson. Really? <laughs> That's all it's powered by. Uh, don't worry, everybody. Nobody goes away. I have to hand it off late night poems. Tonight, each of our runner-up poems will be going away with a government, or sorry, with government cover-up. Not just one, but... All government cover up. Uh, this concealer from your friendly local government can cover up both zips and documents confirming the existen- existence of mind controlling toads with ease. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to tonight's poemists, Tana Collins, Ryan Sprinkle, and ZB Wagman. Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? Of course. In order to say farewell, everyone will choose one thing they wish was classified. Or something that they want declassified. Well, I immediately uh, want to uh, redact from the podcast my story about baby powder falling out of my pants all day. <laughs> well, now we have to keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Never put too much powder in your pants. No matter how hot it is outside, no matter how sweaty. Somebody else take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) We just want to see how deep you can dig this grave. (laughs) We went to a very fancy restaurant, and when I sat down, there was a little poof. (laughs) (laughs) What will you be having, sir? (laughs) But when when you leave an establishment, can't you be like, smoke bomb, poof? (laughs) (laughs) Clap your cheeks together. True. Yes, but when you when you arrive and it's a smoke bomb and you're still sitting there after the dust is cleared. <laughs> oh, I th- thought you'd be gone. Cool. Yeah. This is oh, awkward it, for it, both of us. <laughs> well, it wasn't supposed to go off. <laughs> I can't control it. The hatch just blew. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to classify that whole scene. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I should all be classified. <laughs> um, I want to I want to classify a couple of my poems from previous episodes, actually, because they weren't very good. <laughs> Can yeah, you? I want uh... to do that for tonight. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a list of poems to classify? They evaporate from my brain as soon as I write them, and I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they're out there on the internet now. So <laughs> maybe our maybe our child's birthday party magician. Some of our poems episode. on that. One. <laughs> yeah, it's the most played episode. That's true. It's just, it's just so disturbing. I like that episode. It's one of my old favorites. I have it's to imagine that, that it's it, people are coming across and be like, "Child's birthday parties, magician. What the fuck? <laughs> the child's birthday parties. 
I gotta, I gotta know what's going I gotta on. Know. <laughs> Um, we should probably wrap this up because I still have to yeah. pump. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, what do you want to classify, Hannah? I already said my poems from tonight. Oh, fair. Fred, she said that. She did say that. She did say that. Cut that. Yeah. Cut it. Cut. I want to declassify UFOs. Just Ooh. give us the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth. <laughs> give the truth. But if they came out and they were like, the truth is honestly, honest, honest to, to God, Boy Scouts honor, they just aren't real. Liars! <laughs> <laughs> Never be satisfied until it sounds they are real. <laughs> uh, I, want? I want to classify uh, some of my poems tonight, too. <laughs> <laughs> rough episode. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Don't redact us. Leave a comment, subscribe, or tell the FBI agent listening in on, to your phone calls to listen. Uh, that all helps to continue for us to continue writing poems. Oh, I don't know if it's the heat, the alcohol, or what, but uh, <laughs> if you feel like really rebelling against the government, support us on Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash poems. We're currently raising money to create pens that black out words as you write. Thank you for listening. Good night. It's funny. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. Find out more information at deepoverstock.com. I just misspelled the word why. <laughs> well, that's not good. I was gonna spell it like whey, like whey protein, like roly polies, roly polies. <laughs>